0: Hit the lights. You've discovered the Half Watt Podcast. We want to educate and entertain by tapping into the most trusted source of new technology, the ones installing and innovating it. You, the tradespeople that build from the ground up. Join us as we talk with industry leaders, veteran contractors, and even some young blood.
1: Welcome aboard, welcome aboard. Today in the studio, I have my, Producer Tyler,
0: what's up? <laughs> I've been showing up a lot this year. You have been showing up a lot. The people just crave more Tyler.
1: I I, I wanted you on this side, yeah, of the, of the booth, <laughs> and I'm and now I have you. Yeah, all to myself.
0: I mean, I based. I I do podcasting. I know. So you know, <laughs> I I enjoy being on podcasts. Uh, you should. So
1: I uh, well, I dig you anyway, but. I think that uh, it'd be good for us to talk about a couple of things. And we were kicking this around before yeah. the show. And one of them was uh, banging your head against technical issues. Yeah. And we don't want to mention any brands or specific issues. No. But I've been beating my head on the wall on a couple of, of issues. And I, I really, and I've pinged on this before, I think it has to do with management. With, yeah. With with companies and the way that they're managed, I I really am starting to dislike some management. Management. Yeah. A lot. Oh, and it, I've also it, come up with this, and I'll and I'll <coughs> let you go. Managing is very similar to coping. <laughs> so if <I'm, laughs> I like, I have diarrhea. I'm managing to get through the day. <laughs> that, that, or I could say I have diarrhea. I'm coping with it. Right. So managing and coping seem to be the two. They seem to be in that. Interchangeable. Yes. Yeah. Where I liked coaching and, you know. Yeah. And developing people.
0: I like that. Developing. I,
1: yeah. Developing and helping people figure out stuff. Not just, you know, uh, put square peg into a round hole. Pound, yeah. with, pound with big hammer. Make it work. Make work. Yeah. Got, go collect more money and drive <laughs> Tesla, home, whatever. It's just, you know, God, this drives me crazy. What is it that you do here, Tyler? <laughs> God, what, I, what is it you say you? I do would here, love,
0: today? I would love for a manager to pull me into an office and have that conversation with me. Wouldn't you? I really would, because I, I think I would, I would do well at, during that conversation. And be like, I don't know, what do you want me to do? Yeah. What is, what does
1: you want me to do this week?
0: Yeah. What seriously?
1: What. I had a guy, <clears throat> I had a guy one time when I worked for a company that shall remain nameless, mm. and I went to be a, a supervisor for him. Yeah, I, I was telling the story in the office, and I said, so it was a big deal, and and you know I I needed the money, I wasn't making shit, and uh, I think my wife was making, my wife at the time was making more than I was. So uh-huh. when the kids got sick, when I had kids, I would stay home. Yeah. Because and when they would get ticked off, I'd say, "Well, you know, you could solve this problem pretty goddamn quick. Because <laughs> if I make X and she makes Y, then if you paid me more than Y, let's just do the math. Mm-hmm. Then I would be the main breadwinner. Right. And then when the kids got sick, then she could stay home. Well yeah. How's that sound to you? <laughs> well, you could apply for this anyway. So I applied for this this uh, supervisor's position, and the and this corporate service manager they had hired back. So he was working at this company when I was still in the military. They'd let him go right before I'd come there, or he'd left to go, I don't know, go be a guru or something, and then he came back. And so I didn't know him from Adam's house cat. I'd heard about him, but I didn't really know him. And as he he, uh, started to spread his wings and do what he thought was the right way to service this equipment, which turned out to be bullshit, um, I really had some issues with it because I've been servicing equipment at that point for a decade. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I'm like, this isn't right. So anyway, I applied for this this position and I'm sitting in there with my service manager and, and this corporate service manager. And um, he looks at me and he goes, well, you know, you don't have any experience leading. Like you have no, you you can't be a leader here. You can't supervise people here. You don't have any experience supervising. And I went, and I, I looked at him and I, I kind of cocked my head to one side and closed one eye and I went, what? <laughs> what the hell did you just say? And he goes, well, yeah, you don't you don't have any experience, you know, being a supervisor. Why would we put you in that position? And I said, did you read my record or resume before you came to this meeting? And you know how you're playing poker, you can.
0: Yeah, you want to read the person off the cards. <clears throat>
1: yeah. So, you know, he, he gulped and I went, oh, shit. I said, really? I said, you came to a a personal review meeting and you didn't have, you didn't have the common courtesy to read my, (laughs) my goddamn resume.
0: Yeah.
1: And my service manager, who was a former Navy guy as well, started snickering. And I just, I just, I just pulled the gloves off and just went after this guy. I just went after him with everything I had. I said, how dare you? How dare you? What the hell? I said, when you were still in junior high school, I was running people (laughs) around the damn world. What is wrong with you?
0: Yeah. You, it's hard to, it's nuts? hard to argue with yeah. with someone who was in the Navy who was doing especially the stuff you were doing yeah you know, and uh, yeah and, and they funny. put
1: you in leadership roles right off the bat right, right. off the bat like they that's the, the, whole the point the
0: of chat. Navy like I've listened to several Navy seal shows now right mm-hmm. like I I reached out to you I was like hey do you know any Navy seal shows because like, I was looking specifically yeah. for I was looking specifically for shows talking about like the history of Navy seals or like, the way the Navy SEALs works Um, and not just Navy SEALs, but all special ops. Right. Mm -hmm. So like the, the army Rangers, um, the Marines, anyone like that, the, the SEALs, force force recon. Yeah. The SEALs is just the most vocal about what they do. I think, um, well, they're
1: the most, I think they're the most well-known because they're, because the Air Force has got their group too, but you never right. hear about them. Yeah, they're all badass in um, one way or another. Yeah,
0: I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna put any of them down. No. But the no, the problem that I had I don't want was them coming like...
1: through the window. What the hell did you just
0: do? <laughs> yeah, um, the problem that I had with it is that every single Navy SEALs show mm-hmm. is about leadership. Yeah. That's what they talk about yeah. is leadership on their shows, which I love that conversation, right? Sure. We're probably going to get into it here in a second, but like, don't that's not what leadership. I was looking for, right? <laughs> like, that's not what I was looking. I was looking for history. I was looking yeah. for, you know, some, some stories and, and stuff like that. Um, and so like to, to talk to someone in the Navy and be like, you don't know anything about leadership. It's like, <laughs> bro, that's literally all they talk about. That's all they do. That's that's their whole thing is making leaders out of men yeah that's and and, and
1: they and they start off in at at any rank you yeah. you had two when i was in you had two different things you had basic military regulations which is just the military stuff you know who you salute why and all that shit and then your specific job yeah and, and in my case you know it was this electronic you know warfare stuff so <clears throat> when you get to E5, well, for me anyway, they put me in that course, Leadership Management Education and Training.
0: Yeah.
1: And I just bullshitted my way through it. I'm like, yeah, I'm an E5. It's the perfect position. I don't have to lead shit. I can just sit right here and then I'm, not, I'm no longer an E4. Right. And I wasn't push button crow, by the way. I came out to fleet as an E2. So I worked my way up. And a push button crow means that you went through school and they, they gave you an E4, which is a third class petty officer
0: uh Badge.
1: rank right off the yeah. bat. Gotcha. Right right gotcha. when you get out of A school you're a third class. So you get out to the fleet and you're already, you know, four levels up. Yeah. So uh I I wasn't that lucky. I came out to the fleet as an E two. So the but I was rated as an EW because I'd gone to school. Yeah. I was just in a special kind of a program. But uh so I worked my way all the way up to, to you know to really be a, a real honest to God third class and then into of second class. So everybody knows that E5 is the right position because you're high enough that you don't have to do all the working parties <laughs> and, and move, move frozen steaks all day. Uh, but you're also not an E6, so you're not going to be an LPO right generally. And then I got, so I just got to LMET and I just, you know, I just was, you know, doodling and not paying attention uh, much, but <clears throat> I picked up enough. Yeah. But, you know, you're just like, oh, just kind of skate through this and then I get out to the my the, the trucks scene and they're like oh by the way you're going to be the LPL and I was like don't no <laughs> no and you know so I I started going back to the book and, and figuring out what Having I missed out, yeah. yeah but honestly you could you knew enough by that point of because you had worked for enough chiefs and first classes and and um, good people that you knew what to take away and what what to do and what not to do
0: and that's that's exactly what I want out of our industry. Yeah. Right. I I was made a quote unquote foreman of a job. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't know enough to be a foreman. Right. Like in my opinion, sure. I don't know enough to be a foreman. I, I look at other guys who are very good at what we do, um, guys who are really good at at fire specifically, at security, guys who can do everything, right? and i'm like those are foremen mm. those are the guys that are like running the jobs because they can they know all the stuff um and there's no and there's
1: no they don't have to think about
0: right the next they steps they've look, already done they don't it. have to look up the book to know what the codes are you know <laughs> yeah, like i still do i and i do that i probably do that and most people don't because i don't want to be wrong you know you i'm know, not going to go yeah. into a situation i hate dude i hate it so much with a passion when i'm like how high does a? what's the highest I can put this pull station? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, 60 inches. What? And I'm like, this is just – nobody's oh, no, actually okay. done this. But but it's like, oh, 60 <coughs> inches. And you're like, 47. oh, really? 60 inches? I go, That's crazy. I go
1: 47, so I never go about 48. Right. Yeah, I go a 42
0: 40. to the bottom of the actual box okay. so that I know in there I've mm-hmm. got 42 to 48, which is – yeah, 48 I think is the highest.
1: Yeah, 48 is the highest. I always shoot for 47 because it's below yeah. that – maximum right. height, and i don't right. above finish floor and i'll have some you know
0: and, and i've and, and yeah so there's yeah so there's things that you pick up yeah. along the way but like there's guys who answer the question wrong and i know they're wrong 60 mm-hmm. inches is way too high yeah. there's no way i'm pulling a pull station at my throat right. bro like that's not ever been a thing at least not an organ right and and so like don't just say stupid things and with enough confidence that you think you're right, right, look it up, know that you're right or, or that you've been wrong. And so like you won't, you will almost never get a, if you're like, Hey, what is this? I'll never be like, Oh, it's that. Right. Because <laughs> I, I cannot be the guy that will say a confidently wrong thing. I will, I would rather be unconfident well, and right. Unless
1: you've done it. <laughs> so many times that it's burned in your and,
0: and you've done it enough and you know the source yeah. right because you can do the wrong thing a hundred times a thousand times <laughs> and you can you can always fall back on well that's what i've always done yeah. it's like that doesn't that doesn't matter whether that's what you've always done that's wrong
1: yeah yeah
0: and we have to change what you've always done yeah, you
1: can be incredibly you can be incredibly like adamant about something yeah. and be incredibly wrong and yeah. adamant about
0: that yeah absolutely yeah. uh that's a problem <laughs> with most of what's going on in the it, world today it, 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 you know, uh, you're absolutely like, and right. so i i think that there is there's is a a pathway for leadership in our in our trade let's just talk about in the low volt half watt trade itself okay you start out as an apprentice right like that structure is great depending on who you're with you're either treated really well or you're treated like shit, yeah right and there's a lot of companies that are in between and i think that there is a valid place for being a little bit treated like shit. right not fully not right. taken advantage of not bullied not made to feel horrible about yourself but enough to where you go, I need to be better. I yep. need to be as good as that guy. And
1: so that should be the journeyman. Yep. The journeyman who's overseeing your training, mm-hmm. and there should be a couple, but there's generally one who right. you, you team up with. And the culture in the company. Yeah. And the training, yeah. uh, the training agent for whatever, you, whoever you train under, if it's right. IAC or HTC or whatever. And within that company the philosophy and even a trainer in the company who's making sure and that usually is an ops manager or some manager who's actually making sure that you're um getting the exposure correctly because if i work you with a with a journeyman who doesn't like you which i can do right just so that you can say okay well now you know what it's like to work with this yeah cream puff and then you (laughs) then you can you can go work with somebody you do like, you know, yeah. who, oh, who just lets you get away with, you know, bloody murder. So, I mean, it's good to be shifted around.
0: 100%. And it's good to be put in a position where you need to create boundaries. Right, right. That's one of the number, a, one number one problems in our thing. industry is people will not create boundaries. And then they justify the fact that they won't create boundaries as they have a better workman's attitude. They're, they're willing to get the job done. And it's like, no, you're yeah. just not willing to say no or create a boundary. And a lot of that starts yeah. as an apprentice.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's a good way to look at it.
0: Um, so once once you graduate from apprentice, you're a journeyman, but you're a green journeyman. But like, you don't
1: feel like you you don't feel like you know it all, Right, Right. Right.
0: I've been I've been journeyman for for over two years now. I feel like just now, like this week in the past week and a half. I finally went. Oh, I kind of know what I'm doing. I got now. it. I got no. this Now, there's some guys that are listening to this are gonna be like, "Took you that long?" Like, yeah, it did. It took me that long because I was figuring out like a lot of stuff along the way.
1: That is more typical than you think. And, it it and, is really more typical yeah. than you think. It's, I've met very few journeymen or very few apprentices who turn out as journeymen.
0: Who, and immediately have, just, who
1: immediately can embrace what's going on yeah. or they yeah, they've got this particular discipline down. Yeah. They can do access control all day long. And I throw them in a fire job and they're like, what, what? <laughs> or, or if you threw me in a telecom job, if you said, look, I'd need you to go, you know, terminate all these on those punch down blocks. I'd yeah. look at you and go, you're out of your freaking mind. I haven't, <laughs> I've done like this once, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so there's, but in that aspect as a, as a journeyman, and I am a, you know, I've been doing this a long time. <clears throat> I will look at somebody who I know knows what's going on, and I'll say, "Freaking show me!" Yeah. Because if it's if it's an ego thing, yeah. If I'm if I'm looking at you, going, "Well, you're just turned out two years ago. I turned out whatever twenty two years ago, so I have all the answers." No matter what the hell you think, yeah. Then I'm the guy at fault here, right? Because and you know I teach that in the in this in the class. That some of the mnemonics I teach my students, and some of the shit that I picked up and teach them, I've gotten from apprentices, which is why I always treat them with respect yeah. as much as I can. Now, there's some apprentices that just need to die, but I teach. <laughs> uh, but you that, know what I'm saying? I, that, yeah, I try I, to. I, I try
0: to stay that way. This the <laughs> word you can't look at everybody and just assume they're all going to be the same. Right. There's so there's a yeah. thousand different people, thousand different attitudes. Some people are just not meant to do this, you know. And, and there's a point where I felt like that was me. Right. There was a point where I was let go from my first job and I was like, there's no way I'm going to keep doing this to myself. Hmm. Um, and then I got offered another position um, with my company now. And immediately I was like, this is so much better like for me yeah and and i've i've had people ask me as they go and work for my that first company i was with and they're like what was what was it like be like you don't don't ask me right i had a bad experience
1: experience was poor
0: and it's like soured so i know where i stand with them and i'm not ever gonna go back right they could be great for you. They could be exactly what you need. Right. And some people that I've talked to, that's exactly what they say. This is the perfect spot for mm-hmm. me. And that I would never take that away from them. Right. Just because I had a bad experience on top of it. What that first company did was laid a foundation for me to start to understand where I stand in this field. Mm-hmm. So that's and, and so since then, I've become a journeyman i became you know lead tech for a couple of jobs and then a foreman and then i became a foreman for a couple of jobs and what i learned was yeah i don't i don't know everything like some guys i can't just recall information like they they do but i'm more than willing to go and look it up i and i do and then there's guys that are so fast at their job and i love seeing that i cannot be that guy Mm -hmm. i I know that about myself, you know, and, and some guys are like, Oh, you, you really got to work on your speed. And it's like, no, I don't. The second I start focusing on being as fast as possible, it's the second things get grounded out is the second I forget to pull a wire for, you know, SLC and enunciator and mm-hmm. NAC. Like I will forget something. Right. And some people say that maybe that's not, I'm not as good of a tech. And it's like, no, I'm just not as fast. I'm just, I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm Everybody, I want to everybody take my has my strength to do it the right process. way
1: everybody does
0: and now there's a there's a guy that i work with who he is fast mm-hmm. and he's he's very proficient at what he does and i admire the hell out of him but he likes me on his job because i catch all the stuff i go i'll walk through and be like hey don't forget we need to do this hey did you know that this wall over here is a Two hour rated. We need, you know, Coke for that. Hey, did you know that they're doing this and this? Like I go through, I make lists. I make checklists. I look at plans. I'm constantly going over Mm -hmm. everything, talking to people. I love talking to people like, and be like, Hey man, what are are you guys going to get that stuff up? You know, like not demanding, not trying to, I'm pulling information together. That's, that's
1: a coach and I can, that's a team builder. Mm -hmm. I can
0: help him be the best. tech that he can be. And that's where I succeed as a quote unquote foreman is being able to help other people find their pathway to get it done efficiently, fast. And and, and
1: honestly, Tyler, that's what a good foreman is a good foreman. Yes, you should be able to do everything else that your crew can do. Right. But I knew damn good and well that that I had people that worked for me who were who were always going to be better than me. At mm-hmm. specific things, and and I knew that 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 was going to be okay because yeah. I'm not, I'm I'm, not, I'm far from perfect, I'm far from perfect, and I also found out that I have limitations, like <clears throat> I can only, sorry, I'm still getting over this COVID thing, I I have limitations on how much shit I can pack in my brain, and keep on the forefront of my mind, while also, you know, handling personal stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, baggage and, oh, I've got, you know, I've got stuff from the office coming in and I'm getting called over here and called over there and, you know, all these things. You, you wind up, I have met people who impress me with all these different things they can, they can handle in their lives and still move forward and still be on their game. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I wonder, do they go home and beat their dog? What the hell is going on? <laughs> how do
0: how, they? How, how do they do get, that? Yeah. yeah. How do they compartmentalize? <clears throat> how do they
1: compartmentalize?
0: Yeah. Personal and business and professional. Because I, and... I
1: there's times when, when things are going sideways. Mm-hmm. That you know, and I've run the gambit of, you know, personal, yeah. yep. problems, where it's like I can't. I'm working at eighty percent capacity today and i'm just unable to get that last 20 i've also had days where i'm working at 120 and i'm right right on my game then my personal life's going to shit so i mean yeah it, it just but all of us can only do what we can do
0: right and so uh i brought up before we started recording um ted lasso yeah because that has been um, I still haven't watched the third season um there's three seasons on Apple TV um, I watched the first two seasons and i I watched some videos where people like were breaking down how he is such an impactful leader mm-hmm.
1: um so now this is so it's the writers who are writing his part
0: right that's making well but, and even even uh Jason Sudeikis, who plays. Ted Lasso mm-hmm. he created a like. character.
1: Okay, so he is and, and he specifically
0: a... wanted to create a character that was um that was a good person and wanted the best and that you know he I think I heard him talk about he's like I was really tired of of these main characters who were just terrible people <laughs> um that you're you have to root for because they're the main character. Yeah. He's like I wanted to make a character that you want to root for because not he's the main character but because he's a good person he's a good yeah. character and, and, and i, I have he... seen
1: enough of the show because i Some watched the first no no i watched the first couple of episodes oh okay yeah and then uh somebody else who watches television with me you know it's a two thumbs up or yeah or you know hey we want to watch this or we don't want to watch this we opted to change
0: yeah to move along
1: we've we've decided to go a different direction (laughs) 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 who's ever heard that and that's and that's what happened so i think we watched the first couple of episodes i thought i could get into this
0: it's very good
1: and the and and my cohort was like no i want to go watch i don't know
0: um but uh i think i think originally the character was created for some espn promos oh like really? that was the original oh, character. so he was and gonna then, do
1: that like that character for I for some that.
0: espn stuff and yeah. then they're like this is a good character let's make a show out of it and so if you don't know what ted lasso is um climb out from under your rock and yeah. uh go check it out or at least watch some youtube stuff on it he's a he's a a football coach uh, american football american coach. football coach who gets hired by a dying um soccer the franchise European uh and he's
1: and he's in uh he's in Great Britain right
0: yeah he he goes to to England Great Britain area um and uh they're they're dying um soccer club and uh he becomes the coach the head coach of Mm -hmm. this soccer club and and he starts doing his thing he was originally hired to fail to because they were expecting him to fail fail. um and he is like I don't I don't fail. And so the, the big thing, and the reason why this is kind of on the top of my brain is I was talking to someone about, about the show and they kind of misheard me when I was explaining it. Um, or, or about what my thought was on leadership and how it pertains to our trade even. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think there's a lot of stuff that's applicable to just being a manager, being a trainer and, uh, and a coach and the, The big takeaway was, as as someone's boss, as a a manager, as a coach, Ted Lasso looks at the end goal, Mm -hmm. and we go, he's hired to make the team win football games. That's his job. But what you learn throughout the show is that is not what Ted Lasso's goal is. Ted's goal his his entire idea of leadership is make your people as great as they possibly can and then you will achieve whatever you want do you want to win soccer games make sure everybody on the team is the best version of themselves of themselves exactly stop worrying about winning the game start worrying about being the best version of yourself now the, and, the, and, the, and whatever
1: that takes
0: right now being the best version of yourself means that you could win a soccer team mm-hmm. or a soccer game you you as a team can win that game and nobody's going to stand in your way because you guys are succinct you guys have all worked hard mm-hmm. you've pushed yourself that it's a winning is a symptom of achievement not the achievement so we've
1: we've kind of hit on this before where i've where i've said that one of the reasons that I, I will never go into management again, is because I find very few places that can keep that philosophy without going, but the metrics. Right. It, the, the word but needs to come out <laughs> of the English language because everybody's pivoting on, well, you do a really good job, but, but, and I'm like, oh, God, here it comes. And you're exactly right. And I know I, I said this on many occasions. If if you if we do or if we are doing a good job, the metrics will reflect
0: that. Right.
1: But if I'm doing a job to make the metrics look good, then we are missing the point of the reason that the metrics exist. Right. And it's it's like I I love my you know my healthcare and all that stuff. But every time I have an interaction with my provider, whatever it is. The insurance company's like, hey, how do we do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Every time, like, do you want to know how many stars you have? Because, <laughs> you know, I called up my provider and, and said, I have an earache. Come on. Yeah. Like, you know, you're okay. Like, Like, let's get past this. But this seems to be such a metric driven society. Like the polls.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, right the now, polls the polls
1: say this. Who gives a shit what the polls say? Yeah. Let's look at what's going on. Yeah. If the polls are telling me I should jump off a, a bridge, should I go jump off a goddamn bridge?
0: No. No.
1: I should do what is right. Yeah. Right for myself, right for my heart, right for whatever it is I, I, I think is a of value. And the metrics will reflect whether I made the right choice or whether we didn't make the right, right. choice. So so stop putting the, yeah. the cart
0: before the horse. To that point, I was I was basically told kind of that of when, when I brought this up, because I was in a work uh, environment, right? We're talking about this at work. I, I was kind of told, like, that's not really applicable in this situation because really? we have a job to do, right? In the real world, we have to get our job done. You know, it's not okay. a soccer game. It's not a TV show. It's a job it's a it's a you know you're building a building if you don't hit your deadlines you're behind the schedule if you don't get your job done in enough in in under hours people lose out on their Mm -hmm. bonuses people lose out on their paychecks you know it's it's more you have to consider the realistic expectations that come along with leadership and i and i've been thinking about that a lot like there has to be. How'd that a...
1: make you feel? No, I mean that. <laughs> yeah. I, let's it, stop for just a second. It, ha, tell me how you feel about
0: that. Yeah, in the moment, it pissed me off, right? I because bet. it's an argument of, you know, that kind of invalidates this, this lofty idea that I have for being a real leader in the industry, right? Mm-hmm. That's whatever I just explained of this is how I view Ted Lasso, that's my view now. Right, like that's sure. how I view it. That's what I want to hold <clears throat> on to. But that's why
1: the that's why the show is there. Yeah, the show is there to be entertaining and to teach you something. To show that you probably show didn't an example. About. Just show an example. Right. That's why you read it. It's why Doug Bond, a guy I worked with at PSI, was one of my employees and an apprentice and a student,
0: uh-huh.
1: said you should read this book called Leaders Eat Last. Yeah. Okay. I read I read I read the book. I recommended it to the CEO of the company I left. Yeah. And he read the book because it was that it was that good. Yeah. It was that good. The book was that good. You know what the <clears> book <throat> said exactly what the hell you're saying right the hell now. Right now is what the book says. Yeah. The book says if you show up and you own a company and if you start demanding how the company should be and you don't know a damn thing about the company you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. Right. because leaders eat last. The first thing they do is look at what's going on, understand the flow, understand what's happening, get an idea of, of what, it, what is it that you do here? Are you making widgets? Are you, are you bolting shit to the wall? What are you doing? Yeah. And then understand all that, and then start to make changes that affect the morale, which is what is the most important thing. Yeah. If you have poor morale in a company, it shows yeah it shows all the way across the board no one wants to do business with you because your people are you know they they come out they don't like what the hell they do why yeah. would
0: they and and so i uh, you know a, a lot of times so what i was what i was getting at is is like i've been trying to think of like the lo- the logistics the rea- reality of the the ted lasso approach sure right how do you do that in an environment where it is, it is so based on performance, on on deadlines and stuff? And, I, and I've been trying to figure that out a little I, bit more. I,
1: so I, I'm looking off to the side because you can hear the gears weren't in my head. I would have to tell you that if I were in your shoes or in that position and somebody said that to me, I would probably stop and say, could you say that again? so I understood it better. Like, could you rephrase that because I'm dumb? Put it into words that Mike Brooks understands. And then after they said it again and I confirmed that it was the same goddamn stupid statement, I'd say you're out of your mind. (laughs) Honest to shit, I'd say you're out of your mind. And I'm sorry I'm swearing on the podcast more than usual, but you're out of your mind, Yeah. okay? Because, yes, a good friend of mine and yours, you know, mm-hmm. uh, reached out to me today. He's on a project, and it, I he looked at it. He Goes, I think this is a, I think I may need some help with this. Yeah, and I looked at it, and I looked at it, and I went, that's a big job. And he goes, this is the amount of time I have allotted to do it. And I said, that's not enough. Right. That's not enough. And I, I just pieced together what the scope of it was, what he'd shared with me, and the amount of time to do it and to get it done right. And I went and all the alarm bells went off. And I told him that. I said, that is bad squeeze. Yeah. Okay. Whoever wrote this job for you and gave you those hours does not understand what's going on. Have them call me. Yeah. Well, the guy was sitting next to him. And I said, he's an idiot. I didn't say that like he's an idiot, like he's an idiot, but he's an idiot. Yeah, Like he doesn't understand. And, and I don't mean that to say like he's dumb. I'm just saying he does, not, he does not understand the gravity of the situation. So what you're about to embark on to do this job is now putting the liability squarely on, you, on your company's shoulders. Right. You were taking the liability on this. You have no idea how big that liability is. I'm looking at it, I'm not even near you, and I'm telling you that I went to pucker factor 30. You yeah. should be at pucker factor 50. Yeah. Seriously. And he went, wow. And they immediately went to get a change order. Right. Like Within within a half hour he goes, thanks, I gotta get a change order. Yeah. So so the change is that the people involved will go, wow, we had no idea. I had no idea that the scope could, that the, the job was going to get scope creep. You're in the same exact position. Well, we've got deadlines to get. We got to get this stuff on the wall. We got to. Does it do you goddamn bit of good to pull wire that gets nicked and grounds? No. So if you're oh, jerking wire as fast as you can through a wall, poorly, getting yeah. knots in it. Yeah. Right. Tweaking the hell out of it. And then it and then you've got a ground fault. How much time is it going to take you to, t- to, up- to troubleshoot that ground fault?
0: so much more so just much more so time. much more time and i, I and i'm just one saying, of the, one of the thoughts simple. that i had was you know with with um people on our management team you know i i have a hard time just in general with a boss with a manager and i've talked about this with people i work with quite a bit where i have trust issues okay. um just in general uh we could go back to my parents getting divorced like it's all the way at seven years old all the way through my working career i've been fired thinking i was doing a great job and then it's like nah, we're see you later and i'm like what (laughs) you know like i have i have trust issues i just do and And you hit you hit
1: on the big one
0: right there is yeah
1: yeah you starting start i'm not saying that divorce is wrong because i've i've had one but i'm just saying that it it starts there yeah because you're you're and so you you you're running you're going into life with a little bit of a deficit
0: <laughs> yeah with like right? with the understanding that things can change at things any time look, yeah, exactly at um, any time you can wake up and the head so sewn to the because carpet. of that managers and bosses they have to earn it from me and yeah. and i think that that gets people yeah wait no i'm the manager you need to earn my trust bullshit you work for me you need to earn my respect and i look at that and i go no no like i'm the one that's working for you i Mm -hmm. have to listen to you and take your advice and and it's really hard for me to do that um one of the things that i i know it plays big into into that is when I see a manager, when I see someone who works in the office come out into the field, mm-hmm. right? And um, I've talked so much about this lately. When a manager comes out into the field and just goes, hey, this needs to get fixed. Hey, we need to do better here. You know, these these are some problems, blah, blah, blah. And then they take off and they go, a meeting. Oh, like I got go like to go to lunch. Like gotta, a bungee you boss. You know, and I – and it's like, dude, that doesn't – help and anyway what if your manager manager showed
1: up with a tool bag and helped
0: right but and there's there's two levels of that even even as far as to say one of the one of the leadership 101s that I know about and I'm not claiming to be look I'm I'm. I've been doing this long enough. I've been a youth leader as a kid, as a mm-hmm. as a younger person, not a kid. As a younger person, I was a youth leader, I own a small business. I run several podcasts. I have minimal amounts of books of, and of, published of, of leadership quality. I'm mm-hmm. not sitting here proclaiming to be Tony Robinson in any way. <laughs> uh, I don't know why his name was the one that came to my mind, but let's uh, whatever you don't, you don't whatever to leader, big time leader you want to put in in that. Insert here. I'm not claiming to be that. But there's a basic idea that you can go with, which is compliment sandwich. Right. Yeah. It's very fundamental. You come in. Hey, Mike, I love what you did on the job. It looks really good. I'm, I'm super glad you're putting in all this work. One thing I'd point out is, you know, hey, this wire looks a little iffy or you've cut that, that box a little too wide. Mm-hmm. Maybe clean that up. But I'm really proud of this thing that you did over here. Everybody says you're doing a great job. Love it. I'll see you next week. Okay. Boom. Right that's, there. And,
1: and, that's, and, that's, and that's, that may be all it takes even, to give you a, a even boost. Even the
0: fact that I know you're doing the Mm -hmm. compliment sandwich it doesn't even have to be like oh you're pulling one over on me literally if you do that to me i'll know in my head they're doing compliment sandwich right now which will earn my respect bingo because i know you're doing something in a way that is a a very successful maneuver in leadership right so you're doing the work of being a good leader in my opinion so that's one step and then what you just said putting on some bags coming out and helping pull wire you know doing or, a little or, bit. or hey work.
1: look i don't i don't have anything with me i'll sweep something uh, just something yeah. How, what what can help you stay on your task yeah and is it is it demeaning if i'm a ops or a service manager is it demeaning as a service manager to pick up a broom and a, and a dustpan and, or or hand you tools as you're working up on a, on a lift or a ladder right if if you think it's demeaning for um, a, an ops manager to come out and take directions and orders from another journeyman or even an apprentice, an apprentice. who knows yeah, the job who's been there if you find that demeaning you're in the wrong gig yeah and you're not a manager you're a weasel so here
0: <laughs>
1: we'll do a weasel speak podcast. That's that's bullshit, okay? Because you should be able to do the my last CEO could do everything in the company when I worked for him. He yeah. could receive, he could put it in inventory, he could take it out of inventory, he could do he could write the checks, he could he could like when I was working there, he could do all that. Yeah. Like he was showing me how to receive, I'm like, "Wow." Yeah, I mean, this guy really could do it all you know now he couldn't go out and install he didn't have a license but he would he was willing to and that's the kind of guy he was i like him yeah i, was, I don't bone to pick with him so i'm like you know i get that yeah. like that that's that's the it
0: it, it, it boosts morale it, it helps me and this is what i so then <clears throat> so i bring this idea to mm-hmm. to some people and one of the things i get back again like i'm i'm throwing stuff out there and I'm trying and I'm getting things back and I'm trying to wrestle with it. Right. One of the things I get back is, um, well, you, you are a journeyman. You've been doing this for a couple of years. You shouldn't have to have us, one of us come out to show you how to get the work done. You shouldn't have to have us come out to teach you how to do this work. And I have two problems with that. Mm-hmm. The first is, I didn't ask you to come out and teach me how to do the work. Good I asked you to come out and help me do the work. Mm-hmm. I, literally, what you just said. You should be coming out and taking directions from me. Yeah. I'm foreman, right? Yeah. I'm lead tech. And I need help. I'm the one that's here, and it's not even. Maybe not even. I need help. It's just you want to come help. You want to come help your teammates. And the second point, the let me second, just make yeah, this real the quick. Second point. The <clears throat> second point is it's not about you coming out and being my boss at that moment. It is about being a team member.
1: Okay, you just you just said what I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah.
0: When I I had a coworker that I wasn't a fan of. I really he was like I kind of was like he's kind of annoying. And then I worked with him. <laughs> you know, and there's a bond that forms between people working on a job site you're you're in the thick of it you're working through problems together you lean on each other to get things done Mm -hmm. hey man i can't i can't get this done hey don't worry about it. i'll get you you know like oh hey i gotta go work on this well let me go spot you let me Mm -hmm. do you want me to help you with that roll of wire things like that bring people together so if you have a problem with an employee if you have a problem with a manager the thing that's going to solve that faster than anything is working together right because i mean it's a it's a thing in dog sledding isn't it where like if you have dogs that don't like each other you tie them together and force them to work together together to toe because that's what creates relationships Mm -hmm. being in the thick of it being in the trenches together and so i'm not i wasn't asking to be taught anything i wasn't asking for you to come and be my boss i wasn't asking you know these things that i'm like laying out They keep twisting into either reasons they shouldn't have to do it or something like that. And I'm like, all I asked, all I brought up was the idea that you come and help me with my job because I constantly feel like I'm helping you with yours.
1: That's a good way to put it. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing to add to that. (laughs) There's nothing to add to that.
0: Yeah, so I that's mean, there, that's there, been what there, I've been thinking about as far as like a, leadership and and trying to be a good foreman and, and all of that. Because you're on
1: your you're on your game, and you're right. Working with somebody you don't like will either make you or break you. Right, right. Because you have to team up to do yeah. the work, and <clears throat> you'll figure it out.
0: It it definitely shows your your character, I think. I think right? You're right, because if you if you're working with somebody else for a while and and you're. As a third party, if I was to put you engage on a job, right? Mm-hmm. And I come back and I'm like, hey, how's it been going? You know, you guys have been out there for a week or two and you guys are like, can't stand the guy. I haven't, I've barely talked to him. Mm-hmm. Be like, what's going on with you that you can't put your pride aside for a minute right. to work with somebody else? What's going on that? I believe personally that that says more about, about you. If, if you can't put that aside.
1: I I think that's a good call, I think that's an excellent call. I, you have your head on straight here with this. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I mean, I wish I could tell you you had your head. Welcome your to ass, but you half don't.
0: watt leadership training <clears throat> course. Well, you, uh...
1: Listen, the only <laughs> only superpower I ever have, I was ever given was the ability to to empath, empathize yeah. with the person I'm talking to and understand from their perspective. Yeah, what is what is going on, and and I can't do it all the time because some people just aren't, they just they just don't care. They already have all the answers. If someone's already got all the answers, I'm not there for them. Yeah, but there's just that's just not the way You're it's worked out. But if someone's, you know, asking me something or I'm working with them, then it's a matter of where are you at on this? Like you know how yeah. how can I help you, because if you take the ego out of it. If you if you if you drop your arrogance and pride, and 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 try to lose that, yeah, okay, and don't think to yourself, well, look, I'm the superior tech. I've got all the years in here. <laughs> I've got all the answers. You you just throw that off. That ego yeah. really is what it is. You throw the ego off, and look at it with a with a blank slate. And if the two of you are equally, you know, ignorant of what the hell is going on. Well then, you can work together as a team to figure out. Yeah. Well, have you ever, have you ever done a pull like this before? <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know, not really. I, that's kind of that's kind of new. I, we, I was out with a, a guy who was pretty experienced, and we went to do a pull in a in a raceway that was pretty packed. And low voltage, you can kind of overpack these things because you don't have the fill rate like you think you do in high. And uh, he says, I don't know how we're going to get that through. And they had liquid soap Mm -hmm. in the break, I said, "Check this out. (laughs) Wang. And it went right through. He's like, whoa. I'm like, you know where I got that from? The guy who showed me that is dead now, but he was an uh, old, big time, a JLE, you know, that showed me that years ago. He goes, oh man, you want to see what works in a pinch? (laughs) He runs into the bathroom and gets hand soap and it just pulled right through. It was beautiful. And I went, shit, I got to share that. You know, so it just was little tiny things that, that, you know, help, get now in 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 my particular case the gentleman I'm working with on on almost a daily basis is an animal he's just a freaking animal yeah like there's yeah oh yeah yeah he I can't if I have to help him out it's a its
0: something's something up. really
1: something's up yeah. something's a, he, some, he you know, he he he's it's a bad day but yeah you know, I'm like damn I mean this guy's just and he absolutely is on his game so yeah. now I'm like Good. He knows what the hell he's doing. I don't ever have to worry about that. I can focus on this, you know, and right. it's allowed me to be better at the but part you that know I know
0: that do. because he spent time with him I in spent the field, time right? With him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it doesn't take much. And I don't need him to prove much. anything to me.
1: Yeah. He well, I trusted that he knows what the hell he's doing anyway. Yeah. But he uh but the more I've worked with him, the more I've I've liked uh, his his ethics and yeah. his behavior. And I work for a company that uh, really treats its employees um, fabulously well, like nice. like you. That is a big deal. Yeah. So uh, you, you know, in your company, you hopefully are being treated.
0: I, well, and and it might sound like I'm just no. spending some time, uh, crap talking people on my team, and I I don't want to do that. This is this is a lot of stuff that I'm bringing yeah. to a, a little a little conversation. I love the people I work with. Like the the team that I that I work with is amazing. Even the management team. Like yeah, I yeah. genuinely appreciate the management team that I work under. But they're a little,
1: a um, little bit off on this. It's just it. It was this
0: thing. one conversation where I was bringing up my personal opinion of sure. leadership, and I was getting a little bit of pushback on it, and I wanted to, I wanted to push back on that. Um, so I, I, this is not like I'm going to quit my job because oh I can't God, stand no. it. It's no, no, literally no. like, but it's fine this tuning the
1: job. Yeah. to to fit what's going on. It, it really is.
0: Hey there Half Watts, this is Tyler, the producer, editing our show, and man, Mike and I really needed a therapy session apparently because so far this conversation is only about halfway done. And I really, really enjoyed what we were talking about and I think it was really cathartic for us and I think it's really uh, important to talk about. So I went ahead and cut it in half. If you want to listen to the second half of this episode, it's going to come out next week. Uh, it's just going to be a two-parter. And um, you can reach out to us. If you like what we uh, talked about so far, you can hit us up at halfwattpod at gmail.com or follow us at Instagram at halfwattpod. And uh, we definitely look forward to the next episode, the continuation of this conversation, and see what you guys think. And uh, hope you guys have a great week. Stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Half-Watt Podcast. We always want to hear from you, and we encourage you to email us at halfwattpod at gmail.com with questions or even your own stories. Funny, crazy, or praiseworthy, we want to hear it all. You can follow us on Instagram at halfwattpod to stay up to date on our feed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share us with a friend, the best way to help us grow. The Half-Watt Podcast is a production of Now Hear This Studios.